Welcome to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. All right, y'all, welcome back to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. We're here today with Rashonda Tramble of Stay Woke Tarot, who is also the author of the brand new Numinous Tarot Guide, A New Way to Read the Cards, coming in hot from Switzerland, where it is like quite late. And I'm very impressed that you're awake because <laughs> I'm always in bed by eight. Um, welcome. Wow. Thank you. Okay. So- I, I know. I it, That's a whole other conversation. But- okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> welcome. And thank you so much for being here. You're welcome, Sarah, and thank you very much for the opportunity. So let's just dive in real quick um, and give me the very low-key question to ask. I know, but uh, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, my name is Rashonda Tramble. I am a professional tarot reader. I've been reading tarot cards actually for about, I have been saying 20 years for a long time now. So it's, (laughs) let's just say over 20 years because I, you know, I never really marked the day when I when I started just actually reading the cards or for, for myself, but um, I started with tarot when I was a reporter back in North Carolina. I'm originally from the states. I'm originally from Memphis, and I worked in North Carolina uh, as a uh, as a reporter, TV reporter, producer, and that's basically when I started reading tarot. I had an assignment where I had to interview a I had to interview someone that dealt in, uh, that was a Reiki practitioner, but also read tarot cards. And the person would not do the interview with me until they had read my cards and they did. Yeah. I I was like, okay, I just wanted to get the story. And, and then, uh, they read my cards. I was like, okay, this is really interesting. And so it sort of went from there and I read tarot for myself for a very, very long time. And then I read for friends and it really wasn't until, I mean, I've been reading professionally for about maybe five or six years now. And it wasn't until I was reading for a friend in a restaurant and we, we had had lunch and, you know, I carry my cards with me or I carry a, a deck with me. And I started reading her cards and, uh, you know, she's in, in business and she looked at me and she said, you really should be doing this professionally. I was like, oh, no, I couldn't do that. And she said, no, you should do this professionally. And then the person waiting on us came by and saw what we were doing and said, okay, read my cards for me. And she got someone to take over a couple of her tables. I know, I know. And then she sat down with us and I read the cards and even, you know, she was saying, you really need to do this professionally. So that's how I started out. But even with that, I started my blog, Stay Woke Tarot, like in 2015. And I was just writing about tarot. And then I sort of eased into doing it professionally. So that's that's basically my my journey. One thing I, I want to say, though, because um, in 2021 now, stay woke has become the, the phrase has become not only appropriated, but also a trope and mm. uh, a punchline. And when I started Stay Woke Tarot, it was because the term stay woke had been used, at least in the community where I come from, you know, being a Black American, stay woke is something that has been used for decades. The concept of being woke and being aware of what's going around you has been around for decades. So just to let people know, it's not something that just popped up on Instagram, the term stay woke, you know, the thing about woke culture and all that and all the connotations that go along with the word, either if you're whatever 
part of the spectrum, the political spectrum that you're on. That wasn't the original meaning of stay woke, not the way it's being used now. So I, I just want to put that out there because a lot of people are coming across stay woke tarot and saying, oh, why would you name your, you know, brand yourself something like that? And it was like, no, this is way before. So I, I just wanted to say that. Oh, thank you for sharing. I think it, well, one of our really fun internet things is that we often see the newest iteration of 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 a language development or an appropriation and never take the time to go back and actually see where that came from. <laughs> right. So. Right. Or we also we think just because we saw we just because you saw something for the first time doesn't mean it's new. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's actually dive in there because I think that one of the things that we were talking about before we hopped on was essentially Instagram and social media. And there's a lot of ways where this both supports and you know creates like immense challenges for tarot readers and spiritual practitioners. What's your relationship with something like Instagram right now? And what are you as a professional reader? And a and a writer and communicator communicator, how are you relating to these platforms? It's gnarly right now. It is gnarly yeah. with Instagram because you know I'll go ahead and say you know I'm 51 years old, and I have I have had a blog, I've been I had a blog or some type of presence since like let's just say 1998, 97, 98, and I was you know, working with my own self-hosted WordPress blog where I uploaded the package on the server and controlled it myself. So to have my presence on something that I don't control, like Instagram was kind of, it was kind of wacky for me to do that anyway. But now with all of the scammers and the imposter accounts, you know, for the people that are out there, if they're not familiar with it, Instagram has been just littered with imposter tarot accounts. And what I mean by that is you have these scammers that will will steal pictures off of a person's account, like my account, for example. They will steal the pictures and then start an account like Stay Woke Tarot and maybe the O is a zero and then start DMing people asking, hey, would you, I saw something in the picture, uh, your profile picture and you know, I can clear that energy and if you just pay me or whatever, and they'll drop into their DMs and people are falling for it because they think it's me or these other, you know, tarot readers or um, astrologers or people in in spiritual business. And Instagram really isn't doing anything about it. I mean, I have, I, I get the accounts taken down the last time. And I mean, I was battling, like I would get reports of two fake accounts a day. Wow. Yes. Yes. That was my, I would get up in the morning and check and say, okay, either it would be like stay woke tarot or woke tarot stay or stay woke tarot with four T's at the end of tarot. And they target the followers of the real accounts. And then they'll say, Hey, you, you know, you can get a reading with me for cheap. So the thing is, Instagram won't do anything about it unless, I I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what the deal is, but It is hard to get those accounts taken down unless you take a picture of yourself with your government ID held up to your face Mm -hmm. and send it to Instagram. 
if your account is not in your quote unquote real name, that's one issue. The other issue is it has to be a quote unquote accepted ID. So that's pretty gnarly. Um, and that's why my relationship with Instagram letting this go on or not even letting this go on, but just not coming up, up with some type of system or something to crack down on this is it's making me rethink a lot of things. This is why I, I beg people, please sign up for my newsletter, because that's where you get the actual information from me. And my home is my blog. And I, I, I'm going back and forth because as an author, publishers really want you to be on social media. And they want you to promote your work on social media, which I do understand because marketing budgets are getting cut. You know, when, when, when a, when a business or a corporation needs to start cutting back, they look at marketing, you know, because marketing to a business costs money. And, you know, I understand that. So that's why I'm sort of, you know, I can't take myself all the way off of social media, but, you know, my relationship is, I, I'm, I'm going back and forth about it. I, I really want to start directing people back towards my blog because that's where I write. That's where my home is. So, yeah, that's a long winded answer to your question, (laughs) but yeah, I think that's it. And it's a really big problem now with these imposter accounts. One of the things I'm hearing from you, and I think I imagine our listeners are going to really resonate with is I think for a lot of folks, there's been a bit of an an antagonistic or challenging relationship with these platforms for some of the reasons you stated initially, such as like, you don't own it. Right. And like, for me, Mm -hmm. as as a marketing kind of strategist and coach, I'm always very concerned about that when I'm teaching people, like you have no control over what happens here, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's very powerful and it is inexpensive, right? Maybe labor intensive, but as you said, it is financially inexpensive, especially if a company can put that off on an author, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But that, With the imposter accounts, we're really reaching a a different challenge, which is now this almost, you know, I think I see a lot of people, and I don't know if you experience this, but I get nervous about this, feeling a sense of um, responsibility and feeling even culpable for what's happening under the their the names that are being stolen from them. And it's like, it's really challenging to see your followers, your fans, your audience get taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. It is. And in the beginning, I, you know, I, I felt responsible. I still, I still do feel responsible. And that's why I, I do the best I can to, you know, I posted a long video about this. I have in my bio appointments only through Stay Woke Tarot. You know, I do my best, but also it has to, it's a, it's teamwork. The, you know, the, the person out there perhaps needs to stop for a second. If someone drops into your DMs unannounced, unasked for, with a whole bunch of emojis, which with a whole bunch of misspelled (laughs) words, um, you know, and and says, I can give you a reading for cheap. And what I tell folks, I say, look, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit up and, 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 and rag on anyone who is looking for a deal. That's not it. But I've had people send me screenshots of what these imposters are saying, and they actually use the word cheap. And I tell folks, you're not cheap. You're you're not cheap. So if someone says they can do something for you for cheap, say, you know what, that's okay, because I'm not cheap. 
And it, it, it takes, it's both sides. I can only do so much. Yep. Yeah. So the other person needs to, I suggest just stop for a second and say, okay, why are you, why are you contacting me? Yeah. Why me? So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's, we, we have to team up on this, the spiritual community and the people that follow us, because we can't sit up and ask for Instagram to Instagram wants to make money. And I don't know if you've heard reports about this or not, but they are sort of doing a trial balloon of creator subscriptions. Mm. Uh, and yeah, and I have a <laughs> feeling that, yeah, it's re, go on TechCrunch, go on these, these, that's an, I'm a, I'm a, I've got something else to say too, but here's the deal. They're trial ballooning creator subscriptions where you, if somebody subscribes to your channel, you can like have, have videos or lives or whatever for only your subscribers. They're trying to do what Patreon has been doing for a while. And I believe that one of the reasons why it is, you know, so hard to get Instagram to do something about the imposter accounts and also why it's also hard for spiritual practitioners to get verified is that Instagram will probably say, hey, you know what? Why don't you uh, paywall your content on Instagram with the creator subscription and then your followers will know it's you. And of course, Instagram is going to get a cut of that. Now, all of this is my opinion. But I just just looking at what's going on and, and reading about what Instagram is doing, it seems to be heading in that direction, which leads me to another slightly like a, uh, a rant. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. here for it. OK, but I was going to say, Sarah, you know, jump in if I'm talking too much. As, I love a rant. OK, as a I know that we are spiritual practitioners and the type of content we consume or read or whatever, you know, we like for it to be spiritual. We read spiritual books and, you know, I'm going to talk about my book in a second. So I'm not telling people don't read my book, but also since we are online and we are conducting our businesses online, stay up on what the platforms are doing in, in terms of business. Yes. Look at their, you know, their yearly reports. Uh, listen to what the CEOs and the, the head of Instagram, Adam Masseri, listen to what he's saying. You know, don't don't just stay in the echo chamber of spiritual media. Get into business too. read what's going on with these platforms. What Forbes is saying, Wall Street Journal, New York Times. Deal book, d you know, listen to pivot the podcast pivot. Listen to that because you find out a lot of what these platforms are, um, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, what these folks are thinking about, that's where you find out where it is. I'm not saying don't read the spiritual stuff, but don't let that be the only thing. You gotta, you get, you gotta read what's happening in terms of the business too, so you can stay ahead of what, or try to stay ahead of what's going on. And I, end of rant. No, I, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. And I completely agree because I think, what I see time and again is especially spiritual practitioners get caught off guard by platform changes, by monetization plans, 
and there's a, a missing link, um, both in terms of research and then kind of applying, yeah, no, having that knowledge and thinking critically about, yes, how does Instagram, which is having a, 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 a dropping uh, usership amongst key younger demographics, going to continue to make money? <laughs> right? Exactly. <That's> the, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, Twitter, now you can pay to get a blue check on Twitter. Right. Yes. Like they've mm-hmm. already, there are, they've already done that. So I think, you know, especially when we're seeing something like these imposters, I agree with you. I think that's exactly what Instagram is going to do. That verification will come through monetization and mm-hmm. tying up your income even further to a platform that you have no control over. Exactly. So that's sort of, that's my relationship right now. Like I know I have to be there. I have mm-hmm. to be on social media. But there has to be a way or I really I would love for there to be a way to direct people towards, you know, something that I control. Now, granted, my stay woke tarot is on Squarespace, which also I'm like, "Mm, eh, mm." (laughs) but, you know, I have other websites that are, you know, self-hosted on a server and I use the WordPress package and I tweak it myself. But even still, at least with Squarespace. It is my it is my website. And I also I really, really wish I have I have no control over this. And again, I'm not going to just out and out criticize people, but I understand that there is a cost to a website. I get that. But Sometimes when you are when you are building a business, whatever business it is, and especially if it's a, it's a spiritual business, it may get to the point where you're going to have to pay for something. Yeah. <laughs> and I and, and you have people who and again, I'm not I, I get it. I know times are hard, but if your entire business, if your entire business strategy, if everything, if you've got all your eggs in the Instagram basket you may want to take a second look at that, you know, web, get at least have a, a, a like a sort of a, a sh- I call it a, a put out your shingle website where it's just one page and perhaps you're, you're about and a way to contact you that is not connected to um, your social, you know, social media account. Like that's the only way you can make money. And I see people, uh, readers, astrologers, where everything is on um, Instagram or Twitter and they say, DM me for, you know, for information. And I was, I'm like, what, what would you do if Instagram went the way of live journal? <laughs> what would you do? Yeah. What yeah. would you do if Instagram went the way of Second Life? I've worked in places where they, I, I don't know if you remember Second Life or not, but I worked I in places where they base their whole digital comm strategy on setting up a presence in second life. I Ooh, kid you really? not. Really? Yes. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, y'all, I don't know if you want to, <laughs> I don't know if you want to do that. And then when second life, you know, what it went down and went downhill or whatever, folks were looking crazy. I have seen people, corporations and worked in corporations recently that during the pandemic, they built strategies based on Clubhouse. Because of course, during the pandemic, we're still, I, you're, you, 
You laugh, but it's true. Oh, um, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm laughing with like pain. <laughs> pain. Yeah. Based on Clubhouse. And now since, I mean, I, I haven't been keeping up with the Clubhouse numbers or whatever, but I'm sure the, you know, the, the down, the, the people, the, the numbers of people who are downloading that program or downloading that app from the app store, it, it's, it's probably dropping so, so hard, you know, noses yeah. are bleeding. But that's what I'm saying. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And especially if you're a spiritual practitioner, because at least if you have your own website, your own domain and a way that people can contact you outside of social media, it gives you a little bit of gravitas. It, it, it does. And all right, I'm kind of curious. This is slightly off topic, but now I want to know what is your take on like Web3 land? Are you tapped First into off, that at all? No, I'm not. Because what is Web3 land? Ask. I mean, that's the. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've seen yep. it. I've read about it, but I'm yep. like, okay, what is it? I can love that. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's. I, I think that that's my my take 100%. I see. But I'm seeing I, the same thing where people are like, oh, I am building something that has never existed before because it's on different technology. So. Yeah. <laughs> whatever and it's what get, <laughs> i mean the reason i can't speak on it is because i can't get a i can't get a like a death it's kind of nebulous to me yeah it's really really nebulous i don't know you know web three land is that you know that stuff that mark zuckerberg was talking about and you know because because <laughs> you know when he talked about um, cause they turned Facebook into Meta. I know we're, if people, people are probably listening to this podcast because they want to hear about tarot and spirituality and all that. And sorry if I'm right. We, we'll get to it. I promise. We will, but, me, but this is important though. This matters. This is important. Okay. Because here's the deal. When he sat up and I know I'm screaming cause I'm sorry, you can turn it. You can no, turn it's this great. Down, Scream. Okay. When he, he sat up and when he brought up the Meta thing, and I'm going to say something, I have never experienced a company who changes their name when things are going well. <laughs> so that name change, that's a signal to you. No, but I've ne- d- d- seriously, have you ever, have you ever experienced a company where things are going well and they go, you know what? We're, we're, things are going so well. Our shareholders are happy. Let's change our name. It has never happened. So that's, something to look out for there there's something going on internally that maybe it'll come out during its eclipse season so who knows maybe something's going to come out but the thing is when zuckerberg was talking about you know we want to create this um the metaverse where people can you know drop in and and they don't have to be in real life and they can do their business in 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 this this i guess virtual reality thing i guess he's talking about i have absolutely no clue but in this other type of world and when he kept talking about it i was like but that's second life <laughs> oh it looks like it too doesn't it It looks <laughs> like it too and and so people are like oh it's so new and i'm like it is not new it's not new it's not it just changed the name it's not new and so i sometimes i just you know I get tired of screaming. I just kind of sit and say, okay, you know, I, okay. I mean, and, and, and that's the thing, but getting back to my point, especially with spirit, especially with spiritual practitioners, you know, pay attention to the business of the platforms that you do your business on. So you don't get left with your, you know, don't get left with on the, with the short end of the stick. Yeah. 
Oh, no, this is, thank you so much for going there and for screaming. We're here for that. Sorry. I, I, no, <laughs> no I, I mean it because I think that it's a place where it's really easy to kind of keep your head in the sand to kind of, yeah, oh, but this is working. Like people are DMing me, I'm making money this way. Um, but this is what, you know, listeners will know. I've talked a little bit about the idea of future-proofing your business, which is to some extent, of course, a fallacy, but like, you, right. This is what we're talking about, though, is like, what do you actually control to the best of your ability and like the degrees of control? Squarespace website, definitely better than Instagram. <laughs> right, right. It's better than Instagram. You know, it's not again, it's not perfect for me. Perfect would be the other sites that I have where I have put my own WordPress package up there where I, I control the thing myself. Yeah. I yeah. have my I, I have my server space. I control it. I can tweak the code. I can do whatever I want to do because there are even limitations to Squarespace. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. Phew. I'm tired. Let's let's come from uh, I know the the metaverse to the physical universe (laughs) Um, and talk about the 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 deeply lasting um, process of creating a physical book. And I love this. I mean, not to draw too heavy a line between it, but I really love the contrast when I get to talk to folks who have like written books that are printed on paper and like distributed (laughs) versus this this Mm -hmm. online space. And I mean, I kind of. I mean, we know we saw, especially during the pandemic, like a real an increase in book sales. I think an increase in an interest in like depth and long form, or maybe that's just me dreaming. But I do think that people are kind of like excited about like being able to like touch stuff and hold it in their hands. So mm-hmm. I'd love to hear, you know, what brought you to be to creating the Numinous Tarot Guide and you know, what was that process like? Oh my gosh. The well, how much time do we have? Because it was actually a, a lot of things sort of just weirdly fell into place. Well, first off, just to just to talk about the book itself, it's a numinous tarot guide, a new way to read the cards. And it is a book where whether you are a beginner tarot reader or just decades of experience, you can get something out of this book. It is a book that has um, it's about all the cards, 78 cards, the 78 cards of a tarot deck. And each card has a modern day parable that we call that's attached to it. That's pulled out from, you know, life experience. So you have that. You also have the meaning of the card and you also have journal prompts. So there are three ways to come at a card, whichever way you prefer to learn about a card. And this book was, uh, it, it's actually a collaboration between myself and Ruby Warrington, who is the, the creator of The Numinous, which is a wonderful website that delves into the now age, meaning sort of bringing mysticism and modern day life together. The way the book came about was, um, it was really weird. I had contacted Ruby a long time ago about, you know, she needed someone to write for her website, I, you know, I'd like to, you know, I said, please keep me in mind if you need a contributor or if you just need somebody to work on it. And she, she, she wrote back, she was like, yeah, you know, I, I had actually been thinking about you and, you know, yeah, I'll let you know. And then she asked if I wanted to, to uh, do the taroscopes. And so Ruby has a reader in residence program where 
for a year, a reader does the monthly Terrascope videos. And I did that. And so probably after about like a month of doing that, she emailed me and said, let's talk because you're not going to believe this. And she had been contacted by a publisher asking, hey, you know, anyone that, you know, you want to do a book on tarot? Do you know a tarot reader? And she Mm -hmm. was like, how in the world is this happening? So really everything fell into place. And uh, she asked me if I wanted to uh, write the book, to work on a book. And I was like, yeah, let me give it a shot because I wanted to write a book anyway, but I wasn't exactly sure how to form it or what to do. And so we worked on that and uh, we worked together on the book and it just went from there. In terms of my writing process, the only thing I can tell you is lots and lots of post-it notes. (laughs) I had like mapping person or a notey person. How are you using them? Just all no, no, no. There's no map unless it's a map (laughs) to hell, I guess. I don't know. But it's I mean, it's I just to be honest with you with each card. I just whatever came to my head, I stuck it on a post-it and I have post-its all over the apartment. And then when it, I know, I know it was just, I had them in the bathroom. I had them on the mirrors in the bathroom. I had them with just, just whatever idea. I just allowed myself to think, okay, what is my relationship to this card? How can I make this card um, real life for the person who is, who either wants to learn tarot, wants to go deeper into it. And I went from there. So when it came time for me to write about a particular card, I gathered up all the post-its that dealt with that card and just stuck them in front of my laptop or on the table next to me and just started, started writing the stories that are in the book. A lot of them come from real life. A lot of them come from my life. And I just sort of tweaked them to where, you know, I don't embarrass myself and, um, (laughs) and, 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 and just went from there. So that's the process. If there is an actual, I know people who, when they write books, they have a ritual or they can do it in a very um, sort of planned way. And it did not go that way for me. I, it was sort of just a lot of back and forth. I'd start on one card and then do a little bit of that and then go to another and do a little bit of that. So that was the process. It was a lot of work. This, uh, it, I think I started this, Ruby and I started in November 2020 and we turned in the final draft, I think, what? maybe February. So November, December, January, probably four wow. months. Yeah. Really? We wrote this That's in four months. Fast. <laughs> that was fat. That was, that was, but I, my head was spinning like Linda Blair's character in the exorcist. That's I just, it was fast. It was really, yeah. 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 It was a haul. I, I can't, I cannot imagine. That is amazing. <laughs> it was a haul and it was, um, you know, I would, there were a lot of times I was up at, I was up until four in the morning and then I would just take a nap, basically get back up at eight and start, you know, and, and start writing. And that's, yeah. Now, granted, I don't think everyone writes a book in, in four months, but that was just a timetable we, 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 we had. I think it was about it was about four or five months because I started November, November 2020. And I think the the deadline was, I want to say Feb- February, February or March, but four or five months. It certainly was not six months. That's wild. Yeah. This is also like, I mean, 
this is not a short book and you had you know 78 cards I know <laughs> what look when when I look at this thing I'm like how in the world did we do that and I think it was just you know pushing through I think it you know I I think it did help that the way I learned tarot anyway was to link it to life events to link each card to a life event so to be honest I wasn't exactly starting from scratch and also I looked at my you know I went to my old tarot journals and you know went down that rabbit hole of my diaries or whatever so I think that did help but there was also a lot of emotional stuff I had to process and things that came up again so that four o'clock in the morning work was not just writing. It was reliving some of the things that I had gone through and that, you know, that was connected to um, connected to a particular car, depending on what I was writing about. Yeah, so you had, you know, it's actually like processing before you could, uh, I guess, generalize almost, right? Yes. Like to, oh. Sounds like some really fun therapy work. Yeah, I was, I told, I almost went back into therapy. You know, I, oh. I almost, you know, I, I, my, my therapist is on standby. I mean, and this is a woman who prolonged her, she, she should have retired, but she was waiting on me to, <laughs> I swear I was her last client. So like you, you can't quit on me yet. I, I could, I was book. like, exactly. I was like, I can't, I can't quit you. Wait, you know, so um, she was on speed dial just in case I needed something. But um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was intense. Yeah, the way you have it set up and you described is so beautiful because you do, you start with these parables, which is the perfect word for it. Then yeah, the description of the card and then these journal prompts. I love the journal prompts as a, as a teacher and a, a learner. One of my favorite ways to, to work with information is through questions. You know, what was it like to kind of, I'm just kind of curious, I don't know, did, did these things kind of come in order? Was it like that life piece first and then the, the description and then the journal prompts, or was it just kind of like a big old, a big old post-it note mess? It was a big old post-it note, note mess. What we would yeah. do, like it, the way it, 90% of the time, 95% of the time, I, you know, I'd write the story and then the, the, the story, the meaning, and then a journal prompt would come because the stories would sort of feed into the journal prompts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's you know, for the most part, how it would go. I think what's Plus so, a lot what, of post-its. Plus a lot of post-its. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, do you have like pictures of your apartment at this time? I feel like the public needs to know what went into I, this book. I, <laughs> I'm wondering, did I, I'm not sure. I never, I never thought about posting, uh, <laughs> posting the pictures. Maybe I should have. I never thought about doing that. I think maybe there are some. Maybe I don't know a lot. A lot of it. I don't even remember. It was just, it was yeah. that intense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kind of, um, we talked a little bit about how you got into tarot, but I'm wondering if we can go a little deeper into essentially, you know, why tarot, why was this something that you got interested in? Um, and what does it mean to you now, especially as someone who's gone through a process of, uh, I know things like this are never fully codified, but like kind of writing down what you believe about it, at least in this moment. Um, yeah. 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 What, what is, what is it to you and why do you work with this tool? Mm. 
It really, you know what? It depends on the day you ask me. <laughs> um, why tarot for me, to be honest, it was the visual. It was the symbols, the, um, you know, and, and again, right. I started with Ryder Waitsmith. So the symbols of that particular system um, and there were certain things that really hit home for me. You know, a lot of folks, for example, like think of the two of pentacles and you've got the person juggling. You know, some people can say it's about fun. For me, when I saw that card the first time I saw it, immediately I started thinking about work-life balance. Mm-hmm. I started thinking about, you know, that person is juggling. Okay, who are you juggling for? Are you juggling to show your boss? See what I'm doing? See what I'm doing? Can I get a promotion? Can I get a raise? See how good, you know, and, and, and I needed that. I needed something that would, I needed something visual that would help me step out of myself, get out of my own way, stop overthinking because I'm all air signs. I am all air signs. And so I needed something in front of me that would just make me go, okay, stop, stop the overthinking for a second and just look at the situation and also something for my intuition to connect to. So it's just, for me, it was easier for my intuition to connect with these 78 pieces of car stock. And when you're working with tarot, you, you mentioned intuition. Um, for you, is this a more of a reflective practice, a divinatory practice? What's your, or I guess it depends on the day, but uh, if we have to make a broad generalization, how are you working with that, with it, within that kind of context? It's more of, uh, it's not, for me, it's not divination, it's excavation. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> and I, it helps me that's the thing behind stay woke tarot. It's like, why am I aware of why I'm thinking this way or why I did this or why I did that? And it's more of excavating all of the layers, all of the things that have been maybe the things that I I, I learned, um, excavating behaviors, patterns, thought patterns that I may have picked up that weren't really me. And that's what is, and that's what, that's why I, I, I like excavation more than divination because it's digging down and getting to the root. And I know divination is like, you know, connecting to the universe. That's beautiful. That, that is beautiful, wonderful. Um, but sometimes I just don't feel like, I, I, I don't feel, I don't, I, I, I need something a little bit more hands-on. And that's why I say excavation, because for me, I think of the, you know, digging down in the dirt. But of course, it depends on the day, too. <laughs> all right. So what are your air signs? If you're all air signs. Inquiring um, minds want to know. Aqu- uh, Aquarius, Aquarius, sun and moon and Libra rising. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah, you're like, okay, in the podcast. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, and, and I, I have had people, I mean, I'm not going to go deep into my chart, but I've had folks go, whoa, you know, you, do you feel anything? Like, yes, I feel something, you know, it's just, I, I'm like Spock. <laughs> I know I'm like Spock and it's just, and that's the thing. I can sort of analyze myself into a corner. Yeah. And tarot helps me sort of stop and say, okay, let me hook on to something that'll help me get myself out of this corner. 
you mentioned in, in your bio that you're a member of Mensa, and I'm kind of curious, yeah. do you see a correlation between kind of intellectual kind of capacity and giftedness and wanting or needing that kind of tangible tool? Mm. You'd probably have to talk to a researcher about that. I, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't for you think personally, so. maybe for not. me personally. Yeah. Yeah. For me, you know, um, not to paint. I'm painting every Mensa member with a broad brush when I say this, but I would actually think that the person in Mensa would think, oh, I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. So totally. I, I'm kind of like, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a weird Mensa. I'm the weirdo Mensa member, I think, to actually say, you know what, this is what I need. I, I, I need something to pull myself out of this analytical thinking. Whereas yeah. you go on some of these, you know, Mensa forums and you're like, oh my freaking God, could you just stop with the over analysis? Not everything, it, it, not everything you can't, you can't think your way out of every single thing. Sometimes you have to feel your way out of it. Yeah. And that's why, yeah. So I, I don't think there is a correlation between me. I, I you know, being in Mensa, let's just say it's you're a good test taker. <laughs> that's basically yeah. it. You know, you're a good test taker and it, you know, it looks good on your CV, on your resume, member of Mensa. Um, so yeah, it, it, you know, I'm telling the truth because I've met some I, I've met some folks and men. So I'm like, dear God, how did what how did you get it here? And they probably think the same thing of me. So yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do. They probably think, OK, you read tarot. Why are you in Mensa? You know, how did that happen? So, yeah, I, I but but no, I don't think there's a correlation. Yeah, <laughs> I was just curious. People have different brains and different ways of thinking and the tools that we gravitate towards. Um, so I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think it's just, I, you know, I do wonder, though, now that you're asking if it's, I wonder how many, um, if there are like astrologers who are in Mensa. I don't know. Right. I'm like, I bet. <laughs> I bet. I mean, I bet, I bet so. I bet there are a lot in there. I just don't know. But maybe there's a correlation between, you know, astrologers and myths and maybe that. But tarot readers, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> thank you for indulging my curiosity. There. No, no, um, no. I mean, thank you for asking because fo most folks don't care. So I, <laughs> 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 yeah. you know. I, I, I don't have quite, I'm air, more air and fire um, than just air, but I, I relate to a lot of how you're describing wow, okay. over analysis. I'm just on over analysis on fire. So it, um, yeah, yeah it's super, super great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if people want to learn more about the book and find out more about you, um, preferably. If they're brave on, enough. If they are brave enough, now that you have heard about the post-it notes and I know. You heard the rants, and you want more, you're like, this is what is missing in my life. And my guess is a lot of folks are listening. You're like, yes, this is exactly what's missing in my life. Okay. Where, where can people find you? Um, not on social media, but yes, also on social media. Okay, also on social media. I'll go ahead and get that because, you know, uh, yeah, I am on Instagram at Stay Woke Tarot, Twitter, Stay Woke Tarot. YouTube, Stay Woke Tarot, but my website is all together now, Stay Woke Tarot. 
Um, yeah. So you can find you can find me there. Please sign up for my newsletter because that's where um, in, in ter- I do read tarot cards. And so to find out when I have openings, sign up for my newsletter. I do not advertise it really on social media just to sort of be able to say, you know, I'm not going to drop in your DM and offer you a reading. That sort of it, it, it tells you. You know, if if I if somebody that says they're me drops into your DM and says, I want to offer you a reading, you know, it's not me. No, mailing list only, y'all. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to use this as an example to get back up on my my soapbox. If you haven't started a newsletter yet, let this be the time that you do, please. And thank you. Okay, please do. Yes. Okay. yeah. Get please start a (laughs) newsletter because that's where I mean, Believe it or not, people read newsletters. Do. They really, and I did, you know, I, um, uh, you know, I was putting that newsletter out and then people were replying and I was like, wow, wow, that is so cool. So yes, if you haven't done it already, start your newsletter. You may not think it's going to make an impact, but it will. I promise you it will. And then of course, go sign up for Rashonda's newsletter right now. Yes, what are you doing? thank you. Just navigate. I mean, you can keep listening to the end of this episode while you're doing that because it's probably on the same device. So super yes. simple. Yes. Um, and then um, the book is out now. Uh, so where can we? Where can they find it? You can find the book where, where your favorite bookseller. I know people push Amazon, but you know there are great independent bookstores out there where you can also um, you can also find the book. You can find it um, if you get the, what is it called? The ISBN number, the IBSN mm-hmm. number. I always mess it up. Get that number and then take it, you know, email it to your independent bookseller and say, hey, can I get this book? The Numinous Tarot Guide, a new way to read the cards and they will get that book to you. Awesome. We will link all of that up in the show notes. So you can easily find these amazing resources and connect and Rashonda, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been such a pleasure to chat and rant and to learn <laughs> about, about your process and to also give everyone a very healthy reminder that um, I'm, I'm 100% with you. Y'all, we, if you're in business, you're in business. We need to pay attention to what's happening with the platforms that you're dependent upon. <laughs> Please do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> thank you, Sarah. Thank, thank you so much for the opportunity. And yes, thank you for giving me space to rant. I, I, I appreciate it. Like literally anytime. It's my favorite thing. All y'all listening. Thank you for joining us today. We're here because of you. This is the reason we make the show. So thanks for tuning in and I hope you all have a beautiful rest of your day. I will see you next week. Bye for now. Bye.